0: This happened at the last house my mother, sister, and I were renting in. The house had changed hands every year or so, and it belonged to a renting company rather than a regular landlord, so we didn't have any information about the previous residence of the place. It was a decent neighborhood, so we didn't think it was necessary to check. About eight months after moving in, last January, I was playing video games in the office on a Saturday night at about midnight or so, I was startled by an aggressive loud banging on her front door. The banging was so hard that it sounded like the door was going to fly off the hinges and it echoed through the entire house. It was loud enough that my mother could hear it from her room with the door closed and music on. We all know it's never a good thing when someone bangs on your door that hard in the middle of the night, but that didn't stop my badass mother from racing downstairs to beat me to the door to see what the hell was happening. She answered it by pulling off the blinds from the window next to the door. It revealed a man who looked to be in his 20s standing very close to the door. He replied that he was looking for someone named Jamal. Nobody knew a guy with that name, so she told him that no one was there. The guy kept persisting, with my mother continuing to insist that the person that they were looking for didn't live here. After a few minutes, my mother would later tell me that there was another guy who appeared from the left, coming around from the side of the house, where some windows were. It became very clear that he was checking for Jamal in case my mother was lying or something. Thankfully, they eventually left. The next morning, I took her car to drive to work and noticed that it wasn't driving right. As I was sliding around the lane, I didn't pay too much attention to it as it had snowed a couple days prior, so I thought there was ice on the road in some places and assumed it was black ice. It wasn't until someone in the parking lot of the store that I worked at flagged me down and told me that two of my tires were losing air and flattening out. I carefully drove back home and told my mother what happened with the tires, and it finally clicked. The angry knocking at midnight. The aggressive demand for a guy we didn't know, the guy scouting around the side of our house, likely looking through windows. They slashed all of our tires, which means they were likely armed with at least a knife. The thought of them not believing us and breaking in still haunts me to this day because we wouldn't have had any way to fight back if they chose to keep looking. It's the first time I've ever felt completely helpless. A few weeks later, we got a package for someone who was the previous tenant and a guy came looking for it after assuming it was delivered to their old residence. Turns out, that guy was Jamal's older brother. We told him what happened, and he seemed completely blindsided by the information, as if it was the first time he heard that his little brother may have been involved with the wrong crowd. I don't know what happened afterwards, but hopefully the revelation led to Jamal getting help. Also, we got some free tires out of the deal, so it wasn't a total loss. I'd rather not see those two guys ever again, especially in the middle of the night. We moved out a couple months later. So, this happened quite a few years ago. I'm from Australia and live in a town of about 500,000 people. I currently live in Sydney and there are so many stories I could share, but this one comes to mind when I saw this thread. We live in the south side of this town and were visited by my grandmother and extended family who were down for the weekend from Sydney. Everything is very suburban and quite close to each other and we often stayed at my grandmother's very late when my family came down, just watching movies or having dinner together. My dad was abusive and didn't like my mother's side of the family so we always went without him. We ended up leaving around 12.30 or 1am and we were in a van together my three sisters, who were three, seven and 18, and my autistic brother. We were about five minutes away from our house when we see a man standing in the middle of the road with his arms outstretched in front of him, signaling for us to stop. My mom slowed the car down, not wanting to hit him, and when she did, at least five guys came out from the bushes on the side of the road, all carrying some kind of weapon. By this time, the car is stationary, and we're all in shock. They surrounded the car and no one said a word. They didn't swear at us, weren't drunk, weren't yelling obscenities or being racist. Our background is Pakistani. They were just standing around the car staring. This was scary because all of them were wearing bandanas around their mouth and were wearing hoodies. There were children in the car and an autistic person, but they looked like they wanted to do some serious damage to all of us. I kind of remember my brother not understanding and wanting to roll down the window, but I think I was too scared to explain why he shouldn't. Luckily he didn't. The guy who stopped our car was egging on another guy who was in the front of the car to hit us. Hit the fucking car. Hit the bitch. And the guy is like trying to pump himself up and swing the bat or whatever he was holding. He was about to swing and I'm getting the feeling that the other guys surrounding the car just wanted him to make the first move. Just as he's about to hit the car, my older sister snaps out of whatever shock we were all in and screams, Mom, drive! And my mom floors it. The two dudes pretty much had to dive out of the way to avoid being hit. We were on top of a hill and we were about to drive down. They started to chase after the car on foot for some stupid reason and a few guys started to throw things out the back window. When I was younger, I thought it was stupid idiots just trying to fuck up someone's night, but now I feel like it was gang related after I thought about how they acted when they were waiting for the one guy to swing at the car first, and the way that they were dressed. This all happened pretty fast, but it felt like it lasted forever. Afterwards, we get home and my mom calls the police, but needless to say, nothing much came out of it. They searched the area and that was it. I've been following this subreddit for a while now and just remember this encounter I had. Several years ago, I was in high school. I think I was a freshman, so about 14 or 15. Me and my boyfriend, his aunt, and sometimes his cousin or best friends would always go ghost hunting on the weekends. My mom knew his aunt and was always in contact, so she was okay with us staying out late. She would even join us sometimes. Anyway, this story isn't paranormal, but one night when we were on a ghost hunting trip to our favorite spot, which is a creepy back road going up along the mountains. It's a dirt road, and no one really uses it, especially at night. Some creepy stuff has happened, but that's for a different time and subreddit. It had to be any time between midnight and 2 a.m. We stopped at a pull-off and rolled down our windows to see if we hear anything. We started getting into deep conversation about our lives when a car drives by. It happens from time to time. We brush it off. But then the car drives back again. They keep driving up and down, passing us about three or four times. Then they pulled up directly behind us. So we start to drive away and they proceed to follow us. We decided to turn around back into the town instead of more into the mountain. Note this road is very small. There are pull outs everywhere so you can turn into one to let another car pass. We pretty much drifted, but we turned around and squeezed our way past the car. We got a glimpse of the driver and passenger, and they were both wearing bandanas over their face. And I don't remember if there were others in the back seat, but we nope the fuck out of there. It's all a blur. We were going at least 80 down this road all the way back into town. We tried to go down the first side street as we get to town to try to lose them, but they were still tailing us. We were all shitting bricks and decided to go to the Denny's across the street, park right in front, and jump out, running inside. Right as we were running through the front entrance, there's this loud pop. We all get inside thinking that these fuckers shot at us, but it was only one pop, so we look out the front window and the car is driving away with a popped tire. Karma's a bitch. It was a truly terrifying experience, and I'm so glad nothing happened to us. We decided to get some food at Denny's and call the cops to report what happened. Nothing ever came of it, but we do have a gang presence here, and with the bandanas on their face, we thought it could have been an initiation of some sort, or just dumb people thinking it was funny to scare the shit out of people. So bandana dudes who had to buy a new tire, let's not meet. I have posted in the subreddit before about an encounter I had as a child and realized I have more stories from my past that would fit here as well. This is a long story, hope I can keep it engaging. This happened when I was 12 years old. I grew up in a developing nation, so many of the folks who read regularly here might not completely understand or relate to the circumstances of the incident, but I'll try my best to give any background necessary. I was never given permission by my parents to stay out after 7pm for any reason, regardless of the requirement. A movie that ends at 6.30pm and I was dropped off at home by my friend's parents? No. Studying at my neighbor's house past 7pm? No. So I was naturally very excited when I got permission to go watch a late night movie with all my cousins and stay the night at my grandmother's house. There were six of us together, five males and one female. I was the youngest rest were adults mid-20s the movie finishes at 2am and we were asked to go straight from the movie theater to home which is nearby i was more excited to see the city late at night than watching the new movie that was a big hit we all went in three motorcycles to the theater and decided once the movie was over we would go to a cafe that was open 24 7 and have some ice cream this was the only place that was still open, and it was relatively far away from my grandparents' house. I can't tell you how excited all of us were, because it was a new place that opened up in my city, and was very popular. My friends used to brag about how many times they visited this place, and how beautiful the view of the city lake is in the middle of the night. Once the movie was over, we'd come outside. Except from a crowd from the theater, the roads were completely deserted, Not a soul in sight, only the street lights lit up the road filled with potholes and nothing. Not even the medical stores were open. My female cousin had extremely strict parents, so she declined to come and said she had to be home because her parents were waiting for her to get back. We all tried to convince her to come with us, we're six of us after all, but to no end. She was adamant that she had to come home and we eventually decided to let her go. There was four of us now on two motorcycles and started riding towards the cafe. I was on the back with my brother and I noticed that one motorcycle was following us. It was easy to notice as we were the only other people on the roads. I told my brother immediately and he said that they were probably going to the same place and to just ignore it. A little further, another motorcyclist asked my cousin to stop and pretended to ask for directions They stopped, thinking that these guys were lost, and started to give them directions. While we were talking to the guys asking for directions, two more motorcycles show up and surround us, eight of them suddenly. At this point, we realized this was an ambush, but it was already too late. One of the guys pushed my cousin from the motorcycle onto the ground and started hitting him. The rest of us were trying to defend him. Once the fight stops, and one of my cousins is bleeding all over, they start to ask us to call our female cousin and tell her to come back. They had been following us from the theater. They said, tell her that you need to talk to her so she can come back. At first, we pretended that there was no woman with us and that we didn't know what he was talking about. One of the men told us that he would kill us if we didn't ask her to come back. The roads were abandoned and the occasional car would go down the road, just pass us without slowing down most likely the people were too afraid to get involved. The guys were clearly having fun, laughing while they punched us and kicked us. One of my cousins punches one of the guys and yells, run, and instinctively, we all run in different directions, abandoning our motorcycles on the street. They start chasing us on foot at first. Then they went back, got on their motorcycles and chased us through the streets. I didn't have a mobile phone with me and I'm unfamiliar with the area. I ran randomly, looking for a hiding place. I jumped a wall of some random person's house while the motorcyclists drove by on the roads looking for us. I don't know where the rest of my cousins were, especially the one that was bleeding badly. The house I jumped into was home to a huge dog who started barking at me, waking up the owners. They obviously assumed that I was there to rob them But having one look at a 12 year old boy in tears, and clearly shaken, they asked me what happened. I explained everything to them. They gave me the phone and I called the police, who said they would dispatch a patrol car and we can expect them in two hours. I had all my brother's numbers memorized, but didn't want to call them, afraid that they might be hiding and the ringing cell might give it away. I thanked the kind people, who offered to host me until the next morning but I had to get to my grandmother's place to find out if my cousin's had made it back. I sneaked through the trees and found my grandparents' house. Two of my cousins made it back, but my brother was still out there. Finally, he calls us and tells us that he's hiding and will come back once the sun is out and there's a general crowd outside. Until dawn, the motorcyclists kept passing our house and we were all afraid that they followed one of us home. At dawn, my brother gets back, and I ended up being the only one uninjured. One of my cousins got stitches on his face, another one broke his ribs, and my brother had a hairline fracture. We all ran through the night, and suddenly, all the strict impositions by my parents make sense to us. My brothers called the cops too, and no one ever showed up. There was no support from anyone. I can't imagine what would have happened if my female cousin was with us. We never got a call back from the cops to ask if we were fine. I can't begin to imagine what would have happened if they caught one of us. Needless to say, we never went out anywhere late at night for a long time. Hey, this is Bad Vibes, and this is a bonus story for this topic. So when I was a teenager, I hung out with, um, gang members. I'm white. My friends were all Mexican. So one day, my friend and I are pulling up to a party. It was around 10 p.m., but as we get there, it looks like it had been broken up. Didn't see any cops, but everyone was leaving. I figured out later that something went down there, so everyone was fleeing. So anyway, we hop into the car, turn around, and then stop at a gas station as I was almost out of gas and we're meeting up with other friends in two different cars that were a few minutes away. As I'm getting out of my car to get gas, a Honda Civic pulls up. There's two dudes in the front and I believe two girls in the back. A Mexican dude comes up to me and has me pinned between my car and my door. He was clearly mad, thinking I was someone else. I'm just staring at him, not knowing what to do. We only had a blade on us and we were in a rival's area. So basically I just froze, I'm just staring at this guy, and the funny thing is I notice a mole on his forehead and I'm just staring at it, thinking about it, while the shit's going down I'm just thinking about this mole on his forehead. Anyway, dude sucker punches me in the face while I'm thinking about this mole, and I stand there thinking like what the fuck? Well, the guy that hit me looks over to about 15 other Mexican dudes that are just chilling at the gas station. They're about 40 feet away from us, and I hadn't seen them before. One dude comes over, and you could tell that he's, um, he's definitely a gangster. He walks up to me, lifts up his shirt, and he has a gun. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to die for a reason I don't know. And I didn't even get to go to the party. Anyways... And thank God, the girl in the backseat says, it's not him. And the dude just looks at me, doesn't apologize, and just eventually leaves. I'm assuming they got into a fight with a white boy or a group of white boys and they saw me leaving and me being one of the only few white people around. I think they assumed it was me, but that girl really saved me. Anyway, they leave, I get my gas, At the time I was pumping gas, my other friends show up. I think it was like three dudes and two chicks. We tell them what happened, they go inside and give me ice, and then we head to another party. I got some sympathy from the girls, so it was all right, I guess. But anyway, that's one of many stories that I have, but was one of the only altercations that I didn't deserve. Anyway, I survived. I hung out with my friends until I was about 19. When they got busted at a party that I was supposed to be at, I decided to get my shit together. And if I didn't, there'd probably be no bad vibes. So, thanks for watching, and have a good night.